previously on the Social Proof Podcast. I got inspired, right? Right. I remember going to St. Louis and I seen these regular people who weren't celebrities standing on a stage that packed out the whole St. Louis arena. Mm. And I told my mom, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be able to pack an arena out to respect me when I come out and do something. So that's been my goal. I go, I remember seeing that. I didn't know that as I fast forward now and I go, only way you'll be able to do that is if you can positively impact people's lives. So you have to get into a position to where you can impact as many people as possible. So when I look at it now and I look at my business model, my whole goal is if you want to be successful, you'll only be as successful as the amount of people you help become successful. Mm. I have to make massive impact positively on people's lives. The more amount of people I can positively affect, more successful I'll be. And the closer to going, look at, I can now put and go, look at how many people I've been able to positively impact. For sure, for sure. That's now my goal, and it's been my goal for the last few years, is how do I grow my impact? I started out with financial literacy and um, credit coaching and things like that because I wanted to help people. Mm. I've helped fathers get funded to get their daughter's heart surgery. Mm. That kind of impact. People who um, kids are getting taken and put into child protective services and we're helping them purchase homes or helping them get into adequate living situations, not understanding that they can finance furniture to have their home properly furnished and having everything there. That kind of impact. Mm -hmm. Then I go, I can only do so much. This is getting beyond me. I have more clients than I can have staff. Right. Okay. So we, 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 we fast forward. So you're a YTB not making no money. But yeah. how do you get into helping people with their credit? Get, I started working. I went through transitions, different, com- different businesses. Atlanta. I got introduced to Atlanta. You know, anybody get introduced to Atlanta, you get introduced to get outside yeah. and go. Mm-hmm. So I got outside and I went. I'm on Craigslist. I'm doing cell phone repair. I go into so you the, got in the cell phone repair after the YTB fiasco. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. fiasco with that, right? So I remember I, even with YTB, I was like Marietta uh, Mall. I mean the flea market in Marietta. Mm-hmm. I went in there and bought Air Force Ones, bought a caseload from China, and I would drive around and deliver those. Mm, right? I was in that game. Right, so game. you know yeah, we yeah, doing yeah. the doing that. So I did that. Ended up into the cell phones. I started figuring that out. I go through the cell phone um, spin for about a year and a half, two years. That did really well when eBay was going on, buying screens from China, fixing them, right? Ended up opening the Boost Mobile. That crashed on us. I lost everything. Mm. I literally was, I moved in with my sister. I lost everything. Not only did I lose my business, I had a, a relationship break. Bomb. Why, why did the Boost Mobile business crash, you think? Not being prepared. Hmm. Not having the financial background, not understanding financial literacy, right? So, and the several things mindset, right? Then I take a step back. Is that remember I said in high school I sold cars? Hmm. Well, it was three of us that hung together. One that still is there, the other one came to Atlanta. Right. We lived here together. <clears throat> I never told this story. Um, he committed suicide. So what I'm living do here. Know, do you know what happened? Money. You understand that we come out of 
poverty-stricken uh, environments, right? So we start making money. Through the store? No, we're making money cars. Gotcha, gotcha. He owned a landscaping company, right? So his landscaping company was doing about 10000 a month. We move here, he thought he can just come and operate it here. California, if you buy a car, you keep the license plate till the tags expire. Mm. In Georgia, they take the license plate. We didn't know. He literally spends 15, 16 grand on a van, mm -hmm. already pre-built out. He doesn't have license, can't get license. So he buys the van, it got the tag on it. He thought it was good for almost a year. So he buys the van. Two days later, he gets pulled over in Georgia. They take you to jail. Mm -hmm. For sure. He went to jail. Had to bail him out. 16 grand gone. Out of there. It's nothing to do. Oh, because he can't get the car out of impound if you don't have a if you don't have insurance and you can't get insurance without a license. Gone. Run into um, going through that, trying to figure it out. Um, but as men, pride, ego, young boys, doesn't say. I'm struggling. Hmm. Never says I can't pay rent. Decides to just up and leave a day before rent is due. Disappear. Going back in about, I want to say, a month and a half, we communicate a little bit, but kind of find out he was like sleeping on the martyr and at the airport. Wow. Not wanting to say what was going on. So he didn't even go back home to California. He just... Nah, I thought he left. I didn't know he was here. Lindbergh, um, he committed suicide. Laid on the train tracks at Lindbergh. Committed <sighs> suicide early morning. Cold December, December 15th. So... Mm, 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 mm. You know. How does all that affect you, <clears throat> man? Because you... Like, these are people that you see point blank because mm -hmm. I've, I've had people pass away, but not in front of me. Yeah. I've never seen someone die. Like my dad passed away, but it wasn't in front of me. Or like, I, I don't have any situations where my, my, my cousin, he, he, he died, he got shot, but it wasn't in front of me. Like you're, see, you're seeing this stuff like in really, really close proximity to some close friends, like seeing it unfold. That was the most traumatic time. Because at that point, what happens is, is that I go into a depression mode because this is all I got. So it's like, yo, this is my iron sharpened iron. He thinks 10 steps ahead of me before I can bust my move. He's calling out my next place. Mm. This my guy. So at that point, I'm like, yo, I'm by myself. Wow. Coming back. Um, from the funeral, go back, I come back home, and I just remember looking out the window, literally listening to Nipsey Hussle, and going, just get it by any means necessary, put it on the line. Mm. That's what I did, I just put it on the line, but I look at it and I go, I lost my best friend because of a nobody taught us money. We learned how to make money but nobody taught us what to do. Yeah. We had nobody to look to and go, what do we do with our money? Yeah. We got 10, 15,000 sitting and eventually we just blow it off and spend it off and take L's 
and nobody's teaching us. So that's why financial literacy is so important to me as well, is that I go, I fell out of another business and I go, I have to learn money. Mm-hmm. Get into, and I go, my whole thing is that when I fell on those times, I went, when the Boost Mobile, he passed, Boost Mobile store crash, I mean, Boost Mobile store launch, I'm going through depression, lose relationship, lose the Boost Mobile store. Fall on hard times, I went and started working at a warehouse. Wow. Yeah, right? You go from all that to working at a warehouse. That's it's, humbling. I go from... Yo, there's nothing worse. There's, it, it's bad to be down. Mm-hmm. But nothing worse than to go up and then come down. Yo. That's tough. I go from living in a condo in Alpharetta, driving a G-Class Benz truck, AMG, to a 1996 Mercury Cougar, mm. working at a warehouse, living in my sister's house with five kids. At the time, she had five kids in the three-bedroom. Four-bedroom. I, I made it uncomfortable. Yeah. I made the living uncomfortable. Yeah. I didn't even have a bedroom set. I had an air bed. The Mercury Cougar, the door didn't open from the inside. I had to open it from the outside. Mm. Listen to me. That's when I said, and I knew it looking back, <laughs> Yo, you finna get the bar. I've never, I was going through depression and didn't know it. You know how I found out? I'm working at a warehouse and I go, why am I here? Once again, I'm poor hustling. I wanted to, they were gonna fire me. I needed to make it to Christmas because we get Christmas bonus. It's like a $2,000 check, right? I said, how do I do it? Thinking, I go, and I call, I know the next day they're gonna fire me. So I call psychiatric uh, hospitals to have insurance and say, I'm thinking about hurting somebody. They go, are you thinking about hurting yourself? I go, no, I'm thinking about All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. I heard my manager. So they go, okay, let's come in for a psych evaluation. I go, what happened? I go, yo, listen, I'm just randomly crying having outbreaks, real emotional, and it's just like, 
I don't know why it's always him as a person like when I'm dreaming it's him that I'm seeing on myself punching and like physically attacking. I don't know what it is. They was like, well, what kind of hours are you working? I'm working 60 hours a week. Boom, boom, boom. She take me off work that day. They were going to fire me that night. Mm. But I've talked myself so much into this story to get out of work. They made me go to counseling. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> That's funny. in counseling, I find my depression wow. of what I was going through, where I was at, mind state, what I didn't deal with. What did you find out about yourself through counseling? Through the traumas that I was living through, I've never dealt with them. I was uncomfortable even talking about my best friend. Like, I've made it to where it didn't exist. So. They taught me, and I remember she was like giving me different exercises, and she had to make me comfortable even speaking and acknowledging what happened, things that happened. It's okay, it's part of life. That I had to cope with that, with the fact that that relationship I had is gone. Yeah. So after that. She had to deal with it head on. Boom. Wow. So then I realized, it took me a little while, I went back, and um, when I went back to that job, it kicked in and said, why are you even here? I got the bonus. Mm -hmm. Got the Christmas right. bonus. I came back a week before. Right. I got the bonus, right? <laughs> Listen, they were upset, right? Shout out to ABW out there in Kennesaw. Yeah, I got the check, <laughs> right? Um, I went, and I said, why am I even here? I went to apply for Wells Fargo. I became a personal banker. Got you. From warehouse, personal banker. Got back in my suit. Got it. <laughs> right, right. So, back to the old Jew. So I got back in my suit. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I got back in the suit. Um, and that's when I started learning banking products. I started learning that people couldn't get approved for business loans. They couldn't get approved for loans at all. Like the, the ratio for people who get loans. Mm -hmm. I was giving loans to people who I would look and they would have like a $2 million mortgage. What? Yeah, they would have a $2 million mortgage. They can come and get a loan. Oh, you got a, oh, you got 200,000? Yeah, nah, you can't get nothing. Hold on, a $2 million mortgage? Yeah, no, listen, I was working in Roswell, Wells Fargo, all right? People would come in, they have $2 million mortgages. They will be able to come in and go, looking for a personal loan. They can come and get them a hundred, two hundred thousand. And I'm looking at the, the relationship with Wells Fargo. I go, you got a baseball team over here? You got this, you got all of this portfolio is crazy. They'll give you the money. In my head, what do you need? How why do you need a hundred thousand dollars if you have mortgages two million and you got a baseball team? Like No, listen, you know, like the his house is worth two million, so they took two million out, mortgage the home. But then, you know, the charity. Oh, you're saying. Now he pays two million a month. Bro, no. I'm thinking. No, no, I thought, I'm like, yo, wait a minute. This reaction is crazy. I'm like, wait, <laughs> two million on a mortgage, you know, people get two million dollar homes all the time. So. In my head, I'm like, yo, who are these humans? No, 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 no. Two no, million no, a no, month no. and need $100,000. No, no. So they had a two million dollar mortgage. Gotcha, gotcha. And so his home is worth two million. That's what gotcha. he took the mortgage for. But I'm looking and I go, they can get what they want. But we can't. Right. There's a disconnect here. Mm. 
And so I started um, helping people with their credit. So I would, outside of work, I would do my thing. And they still couldn't get the loan. Oh, so you were helping them with their credit? Yeah. To get the loan, got it. They still couldn't get the loan. <laughs> so, so you know, the scammer. You'd have been called a scammer. Right, right. Listen to me. I don't me, know if right? that word existed back then, but. Yo, listen, right. It's like so big now, it's right. crazy. But I said, I can get you a credit card and it will go through. Mm. My problem was these loans looked so good at 2.6% and 3.1%. And these credit cards look so bad at 17%, 21%. They're gonna give you this because of what they're gonna charge you and make off of you. I get it. Mm -hmm. You haven't, you're not established enough for me to trust you on this scale. Mm -hmm. I get it. But how do we win and get to the next level if you take 20% of my, of my, of what I make? Right, right. So that's when I said it became a conflict of the church and government. Gotcha. I had to leave because I'm coming for y'all now. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not working for the bank for this check. I make $32,000 a year. This is not going to cut anyways. I don't care. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, no, I'm, I, can make, I started making more money with credit repair than I did here. Right, right. I'm out of here. But I just was afraid to go back into business being out of it, working in the warehouse, doing that, that running that fiasco. Now I'm working at a Wells Fargo that got me into this mindset and I'm going, I would never buy a home though because I didn't want to be tied to the job. Gotcha. But then I was scared to kind of get back out there in the business and I go and I started learning credit. So I, the credit repair took off um, and then I said, okay, let me master my credit so I can secure myself for when I go into business, when things get hard, I now have foundation or something to fall back on. Yeah. Only my, that was my only goal. So I started learning how to get credit. My goal is that I'm never, I don't like paying people to do things for me. So I would go to people's seminars and I would say, how do you get funded? And I would ask the question of like, they would, they would break it down, we can get you funded for this amount. And I would say, well, what cars, what banks do you apply for in what order? Right. Oh, you asking too many questions. The, and I go, okay, either you don't have it, the answer, or that's what you make the money off of. So that's what I went and figured out. Mm. I went and figured out how to fund myself. That's why I created the, how to get 15 credit cards with only three or four, with four to five inquiries. I figured it out myself. Y'all won't tell me, I figure it out myself. Come to find out, most people who offer funding go through a second party. Somebody else does the funding, they just stand there and talk. Mm. I do it myself. I get on the computer and do my applications. Gotcha. I break my sequence down and make it make sense. Mm. I know how to do when it. When you say you break your sequence down and make it make sense, what do you mean? So most people don't know that certain banks do inquiries. They do their uh, verifying upfront. So if you take a Barclays, if you ever have a Barclays credit card, it takes you a few days to get your approval. Mm -hmm. Why? Underwriting's looking at it, making it make sense. Mm -hmm. If you go with Chase, Chase or B of A, let's, I mean not B of A, but let's use Amex. Amex will hit you with a financial review randomly a year later. Mm -hmm. Why? They're gonna come back and go, send us your tax returns to make sure what you put on this application matches, now we're gonna do a soft pool. 
verify gotcha. your report. But we gave you the approval instantly. Mm -hmm. Chase is the same way. Chase will come back and do a soft pool. So word to the wise, anybody that's listening, Chase does soft pools. If you have a Chase credit card and your utilization uh, rate shoots up on your other credit cards, don't use Chase because your score drops and your report drops. If your report drops, leave Chase credit card alone. If you start using it abruptly, they go do a soft pool and see where your report is at. I had a student who had a $36,000 Chase card. Her utilization shot, her score dropped some, and Chase dropped her from $36,000 to $4,000. Mm. She ran an Amazon business. She was doing her fulfillment with this credit card. Mm. Life stops now. Yeah. Oh, sure. this what you was making? It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Making money, oh no, life over. Damn. Because you weren't aware of the rules. And I tell you, you have to know which credit cards to use and when. Know if your credit drops, leave certain cards alone, because then they'll come and revoke the limit. Hmm. And that's when I say, okay, I built out who's going to give me what. They're going to verify on the backside. So I know, okay, we can get these cards, what we can do with them, how we can utilize them to our advantage. I know we're going to use these ones because they're going to verify up front, but they're, never come, they're not coming back doing soft pulls later. We made it, we made it. Right. We got it. Okay, cool. We out of here. These are the things that I educate people on because we have to know how to use these credit cards. Yeah, how to play the game. They told us, you know what they told us. Credit cards are only for what? buy I mean credit is to buy a house get a car and you get a credit card and you only put gas on it right, <laughs> right, right you right. only put gas on it. 30% utilization didn't right. even uh, apply growing up it was just put gas on it pay it off yeah. keep it for security purposes only emergencies mm -hmm. only that's out of the window now yeah we, we live off of this yeah I make doctor money off having good credit mmm that's very interesting that's why I didn't get into another business. It became my business. 
Right. I started learning credit and I go, everybody's scared of it. Why? People started talking and teaching, but they still teach out of fear. I see other leaders who talk about credit still teach out of fear mm. of what not to do and how to how to kind of. And it's like, yo, why do we have this fear mindset of something we all are, are granted access to? Everybody born is granted access to credit. Mm. Why am I? Why would I be scared of it? Yeah. Let, let me. Why? Explain the difference between what you teach your, what, what do you teach your students about debt? And the second part is, do you float a lot of debt yourself? So, debt, that's Well, that's I guess a you're different. at a point where you're making more money, but. No, debt, that's the, that's the issue of why we leverage credit, right? Mm -hmm. If I can leverage credit to eliminate my debt, we won't have any. See, if I can make money off of credit cards, mm -hmm. when do I go into debt? Make money off of credit cards. Remember I told you, you can sell trade lines. Yeah. Okay, if, if, if you got a credit card in your pocket and it, it makes you $6,500 every 60 days, when do you go into debt? Because that's realistically what people make, $3,500 a month. Though. Yeah, it's legal. You have to know, this is the point, right, where I tell people, is that certain banks, they will tell you, frown upon it. They do. You have to know which institutions allow you to operate. Mm, That's the fear part. The people rules won't, of the game. People don't investigate. They go, oh, yeah, you can Google it. People Google it. Are trade lines illegal? No. You're going to get somebody say they're frowned upon or certain banks prohibit the sale of this. They do. You have to know and research the banks that are out here. People think that, oh, yeah, what banks are doing this? And they go and they look at American Express. American Express doesn't report history. People don't know the rules of the credit cards. American so, Express doesn't report history? No. So if I added you to my American Express credit card, you won't get the history of it. But they'll give me 99 authorized users. They won't report the business or the person? Because I, 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 I got some people on my personal and it raised their score, like my family, my mom. Yeah. Like that. It helped their score because it added a positive account. It helped with their positive. utilization. It, it helped help with. History. Yeah, and it helped with the, a limit what you put them on. So if, especially if they don't have credit cards, it definitely shoots them up. Gotcha. But it gotcha. doesn't give them how long you had it. If you look at it, the start date was the date you added it. Yeah. Other credit cards, they'll give you the oh, history. Oh, I get it. So they won't assume my history. They'll be able to get the card and start building their own history. Yes. But they won't get mine. Got yes. it. Got, oh, okay. 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 You got me. That makes sense. That makes sense. Wow. That's, that's deep. That's deep. Okay. That's, that's so the can part. I do it? You going to put me on? Most definitely. Okay. okay. You know some people that need some trade lines? Because I got some clear cards. They're going to contact you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. But why yeah. shouldn't I though? Like, because somebody, somebody's like, yo, you shouldn't do that because uh, of the person. Obviously, they don't get a card. You don't give them a card. But no. Is there any reason? Fear. Somebody put Just fear into fear. you. So I just, they said, you know, they said, you can't do it or don't do it because of this, right? And the only thing you could think of, what if somebody gets access to my credit cards, right? I'm a statistic. What if somebody get access to my credit cards? You think about this, right? Is that how many safety alerts do you have for your credit card? I got a few, yeah. Okay. Do you have your push notifications on? Yeah. Well, somebody, See, yeah. listen, I tell people this, is that one, all my credit card alerts and my credit cards go to an email. Specifically for my credit cards. It's the only push notification that's going to pop up is credit card alerts, right. transactions, things that happen. It's the only thing that's going to pop on my screen for my emails. 
Most people don't think to monitor, but people don't get access to it. Then reverse engineer. Hey Dave, you give me 650, I'm gonna add you to my credit card to help you build your credit. Hey Dave tried to access my credit card and just gave me 650 for trying to access it because now I blocked him and took him off and now he has no purpose. Mm -hmm. What's Dave? Dave, how much money will Dave have to spend to try to go out and capitalize off of somebody else versus understanding that I can get my own credit card and capitalize off myself? I've been in this business over three years. I've never had anybody compromise a credit card. Mm. All right, y'all. Y'all see what it is, okay? I got you. <laughs> to listen to or watch this full episode, be sure to check out the Social Proof Podcast on your favorite listening platform or on YouTube. Finally, you asked for it. And we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're a like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the, support is, um, the support is appreciated. What if I told you for $1, I will introduce you to hundreds of entrepreneurs every single morning this week from all across the country. You'll be able to talk to hundreds of entrepreneurs and I'll coach you. I'll coach you for a dollar this whole week. And I'll introduce you to some of my successful friends for a dollar this week. Would you, would you take part in that? Well, go to themorningmeetup.com because that's exactly what we're doing here. Okay. The only organization that gathers entrepreneurs every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship. Okay. Every single day, Monday through Friday, we gather, we're growing, we're learning. We got a book club. Have you ever seen hundreds of entrepreneurs reading the same book? Every single chapter, every single day, we're growing together. Okay. You need the environment to grow in themorningmeetup.com a dollar. I'm going to give you all this for a dollar. If you want to stay, Great. It's $79 a month after that. If not, no obligation. You can leave whenever you want. All right? TheMorningMeetup.com. I'll see you in the morning. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.